Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, presented by Business West and Living Local. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and here is your host for this episode of Business Talk. He's the editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here's George O'Brien. Okay, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. Uh, we have a tremendous show for you today. I, I can't wait to get to it, but I will, uh, because first we need to hear this message from our sponsor, Munson Savings Bank. These are uncertain times, but Munson Savings Bank continues to grow and evolve. Most recently, by opening a new loan and operations center in Wilbraham and a new branch in East Longmeadow, scheduled to open later this summer. At Munson Savings Bank, we believe in going above and beyond to create solutions for people, businesses, and our community. Okay. We are back on Business Talk. As promised, we have a great show for you today. Uh, We have with us another of our uh, Women of Impact winners for 2021, Tracy Whitfield. How are you this morning? I am doing fantastic. How are you, George? Yes, I, I did introduce Tracy, but uh, that, that takes a little while because there's, <laughs> there's uh, lots of different ways to introduce you. Uh, as, as you wrote in your story, you have a lot of different business cards. You have your own accounting business. Uh, you are a city councilor in Springfield. Uh, and most recently, you were named the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer in West Springfield. So that means, like I said, that you've got a lot of business cards, and it means we've got a lot to talk about. So You forgot first, my best title, George. What's that? Grandmother. Grandmother. There we yes. go. Right. So, <laughs> uh, before we get to Tracy, uh, to another reminder, uh, we will be honoring uh, Business West Women of Impact uh, at our, our gala I guess we can call it a gala on December 9th at the Sheridan in Springfield. Uh, for tickets and more information, you can visit uh, businesswest.com. Uh, we'd love to have you there. So we'll be honoring uh, eight uh, remarkable women, including Tracy. So, Tracy, let's just dive right in here. I got sure. Lots of different places to start. Uh, I guess uh, just tell us a little bit about your story and how you came to now have all those business cards. You don't have a business card that says grandmother on it, but we'll, we'll pretend that you do. So <laughs> okay, I will get one. <laughs> that's four, that's four business cards. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Give, um, us, give us, the, give us a skinny, if you will. Well, born and raised in the city of Springfield. I went to the Springfield public schools, graduated from the high school of commerce, um, obtained a master's degree in accounting. Well, my undergrad was also um, in business administration with a concentration in finance. And then I got a master's degree in accounting and taxation from American International College. But prior to that, I did enter a workforce development program as a legal secretary. And so from there, I took a few customer service jobs. And the one that I um, really wanted at the time was at Mass Mutual. And then so I did um, end up working at Mass Mutual for 10 years and in different roles and the last role being in accounting at Mass Mutual. And they did help um, pay for my degree, uh, both degrees actually. And from there, I went to work at City Hall in Springfield in, in the finance department as a finance analyst. And I think that is what sparked my interest about politics because I was never political savvy, although I always voted. Um, you know, like a lot of people, I would just vote the names that I heard. And 
Um, so I wasn't never really, really um, invested in politics until I started working for the city. And that is what piqued my interest to um, become a city councilor. And I don't know if you wanted to ask me questions around that or. Well, wait, um, I, I, I did. Uh, <laughs> so you ran for office uh, the first time. That was what, 2019, was it? 2017. 2017. And, and, yes. and kind of a, a grassroots campaign at that point. Like you said, you did not have much political experience. Your, your team didn't either. No. From what I understand, you kind of uh, launched into it. Uh, again, what, what prompted you to run and, and uh, what was it like to uh, to kind of break into politics in a, in a big way there? Some people maybe start a little lower than Springfield City Councilor. That was a big dive for you. Yeah. Um, so what prompted me is working in finance, I've seen a lot of resources that were that are offered to the city of Springfield that I never knew about. And so I'm like, well, what about people around me? I'm wondering if they know about these resources. And if not, how do we get the information out there? So I started posting a lot of questions on Facebook. Do people know about this? Does people know about that? And people were like, no, we don't. We need somebody to run that um, will give us this information. And I'm like, so everybody's like, who's going to run? Who's going to run? Who's going to do it? And so I just was like, okay, I'll do it. Um, and that's basically how I got involved with politics. And then I just asked friends and family that I knew to help with the campaign. So we didn't have a lot of experience. And then we got, we got blessed with um, Oriana who had worked on Senator Lesser's campaign. And she was also a friend of my son in high school. So she was one of the young Dems and at Savage International um, School, and I was also on the board at the time. And she reached out to me and said she would love to volunteer on the campaign, and um, that was a blessing in disguise because she brought so much knowledge to the table. You learn a lot when you're out on the, the campaign trail. I know you couldn't go door to door uh, in what would have been 2021 this past year, obviously, yeah. but you, know, you could in 2017 and 2019. What what did you learn by by knocking on those doors and getting out? Well, I learned so much. One thing that I picked up um, is homes that going into receivership and how some of the elderly population or the seniors in the community couldn't afford to get um, their house repaired and their homes would go into receivership and then they couldn't afford to um pay back what was fixed on the property and they would end up losing their homes. Like I met quite a few people going through that struggle. And I was like, what a sad thing to happen to someone who lived in their house and paid taxes taxes, and did the right thing most of their lives. And now just to have their homes like taken from them um, because they can't afford repairs that code enforcement um, would deem need to be fixed and I and that was just that was horrible for me I learned so much about like the cliff effect and child care and I didn't even know about the cliff effect but I actually went through it um, but it wasn't term cliff effect back then it was just like term losing your benefits if you make a little bit over <laughs> what they call the poverty rate I learned um, uh, that people just did not know the resources that the city offered as far as dental homelessness um, housing just it was just so much to learn when you talk to people and it's really some of the stories are really really sad so mm -hmm. I felt like I did the right thing because what I do is I bring a lot of this information to the community mm -hmm. so what has become your your focal point or your your uh, point of direction in Springfield in terms of I mean you're an at-large city councilor you represent the entire city as opposed to a, a 
a specific ward. Uh, so that means you're, you've got a large constituency, uh, but you're obviously focusing your attention in, in certain different areas. And, and, and what are those? So one of my areas is definitely transparency as far as finances go. Um, what I'm learning is that a lot of the financial transactions that happen on the city with the taxpayers' money, the taxpayers don't even know about. They don't know about a lot of the resources, the grant um, that's available. Some of the contractors have opportunity to get city contracts that they don't know about because they're only published in maybe one newspaper that maybe is not a paper or a publication that they read. Um, so transparency, financial literacy, or the financial resources that's available, or all resources that's available from um, the city aspect. Workforce mm-hmm. development, because I went through a workforce development program and I worked for Stick and HCC, is something that I am very passionate about. Um, everybody's not college ready. I wasn't. I was an 18-year-old mom that had to take care of her daughter. And the workforce development program that I went to for nine months helped me tremendously get prepared for college and help me get um, a job that paid a livable wage at the time. So workforce development, also in safety and security and quality of life in the community. I am the co-chair of the Mason Square C3. So we work with law enforcement, um, different businesses and organizations in city residents in Mason Square, um, Old Hill neighborhood, just to create safety and in that area, crime has decreased over 35%. So that is also something I'm passionate about. And finally, business and home ownership. Um, I was a homeowner um, pretty early and started a business pretty early in my life. And um, I think that that's a key and a pathway to independence. And when you own your property, you take better care of it. And so getting those um, landlords that are not from here or don't care, the absentee landlords out of the area is something else I'm, I'm working on. Interesting. Okay, you're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West Magazine. We're talking today with Tracy Whitfield. Uh, she, again, a Springfield City Councilor. She is the new Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer in West Springfield, owner of her own accounting business, a grandmother, um, the, the list goes on. And most importantly, uh, one of Business West Women of Impact for 2021. Congratulations again. Let's talk you. about your, your new position in West Springfield. Uh, this yeah. is uh, kind of a part of a growing trend uh, in this region and perhaps in the country, uh, you know, following the events of the last few years to bring on diversity, equity, and inclusion officers. Uh, it's new. Uh, you're kind of it pioneering in a lot of different ways. So talk about this job, how you came into it, and uh, what you've been doing. You've been on this for, what, three months now, four months? Yeah, about now? four months now. Four, four months. months now. So um, I seen the posting. I applied for the job. I I was introduced to diversity, equity, and inclusion work at Holyoke Community College when I was there. And I was like, this is a field that I think I would be interested in, in um, you know, trying out. And so... When the position became available, I interviewed for it and I was hired. And it's really <laughs> grassroots. Like I'm really starting this um, department ground up with the mayor's help. He's amazing and wonderful. And he's definitely, Mayor Reichel is definitely um, one for diversity. He is very inclusive. He's a people person. And so we just brainstorm a lot of ideas on what 
you know, he sees as a vision. Most of the time we agree. Well, probably pretty much all the time we agree on what we want to do in the community. So, so far we have had community conversation conversations with the Muslim community. And so we had them all here and we talked about their needs and, um, you know, services that would benefit the community. And that was a great meeting. We were here about an hour and 15 minutes and we'll be working closely with them. They're already doing some diversity, um, equity and inclusion work on the school side. And so there's an equity task force on the school side that I want to transition or bring uh, one similar to the town side with um, local residents, business owners, maybe a high school student um, and outside organizations like maybe some organizations that's not from West Springfield, just to give their perspective. Um, so we're doing that. We're doing some internal training on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, hot topics, I'm not going very well, like I anticipated. I just want everybody to love each other and have kumbaya moments, but it's not always happening that way. <laughs> so we have a little bit of challenges there. But um, I think if we just work together, it can be overcome. And then we're also planning uh, International Multicultural Day in May. So give me a, a quick job description. People hear that title. They hear those words. And uh, give us a little more detail in, into exactly what goes into your job. And again, you're, you're pioneering. So you're starting mm-hmm. from, from the ground up. How are you going about doing this? Well, George, first I got to get a budget. So we've been working on that. <laughs> it has to get passed um, by the city council. So right now I'm, I have no funds to do a lot, but the mayor, um, he does allow me to use some of his budget money for now. And so what I did do is, so there's no structure to it per se right now. Um, I, I do want to hire a consultant to help um, move the process along. We did uh, purchase a diversity calendar and it is great, George. I, I'm going to send it to you via email because it has so, it has like almost every holiday, religious, um, non-religious holidays. It just is, is just a plethora of information that the whole mm-hmm. town will have access to. And um, we definitely got to do a lot of cultural and diversity inclusion training a lot. A lot because the town has changed um, a 30 percent immigrant refugee population. So it's just really um, becoming more and more diverse. And I think the great thing about it is most people are open to it. Most people are open to learning and the change that is happening. Now, there are quite a few more of you than there were at this time a year ago and certainly two years ago. People who, who have that title on their business card. Are you? meeting uh, as a group, uh, as an organization or association or probably nothing formal, but, but kind of loose. Are you kind of, kind of figuring your way out together with this? Or? So the city does have a group that meets every Wednesday from like one to three on the school side. And so right. they're doing surveys on how to better handle um, school population. I mean, they're making great strides in the work that they're doing on the school side. So my task is to get something like that going on the town side. And I'm just really going out there, meeting people, figuring out where the barriers are. We've met with HCC, so we'll be bringing um, ESOL classes to the town of West Springfield, specifically for the town of West Springfield um, with a career path. Um, So that'll be good for when the Afghan, Haitian uh, refugees resettle here. They'll have a, a path 
where that is free. Um, Desi awarded it to HCC specifically for West Springfield. And so I think that's a win-win. And it's not just for um, those populations. It's for anyone that needs the ESOL English second language. Uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. ESOL, <laughs> English speakers of other languages. That's what it is. Because right. that acronym changed so much too. <laughs> so um I'm excited about that. That should be happening in January and we're just going to keep going. Okay. So our women of impact are, we, we call them women of impact. We could have called them uh, women in business. Uh, you would fit that category as well, but we call them women of impact because there's lots of different ways that, that they make an impact. One of them is for mentoring others, uh, especially younger people. And you've got a compelling story, uh, you know, single mother who, uh, you know, wanted a better life for herself and her children and kind of set up on a path. Uh, and that path has taken you all the way to where it is. So what what do you tell those that you're mentoring about uh, how to get on that path and, and stay on it? I tell them, just try it, just do it. There's, even if it something doesn't work out, you will learn from it. You will pick up a skill set. And so the only way to get out there and do it, um, the only way to learn it is to get out there and do it. So my experience was I had a lot of naysayers, friends and family. Um, I didn't have a lot of help navigating the system as far as home ownership, as far as college. I'm a first generation um, college graduate in my family. Um, so I didn't have a lot of help in that aspect. Although my mom was there to support, she didn't really know the process herself, and my dad. So it was just like, get out there and do it. And so the skill sets that I picked up, I share all the time. So through my tax um, business, because it's not a full accounting service, it's mostly um, tax business. But through that, I started a credit repair um, program because I actually fixed my own credit. I fixed many people's credit for free. So I'm just helping the young ladies that I'm mentoring fix their credit, become homeowners, whatever they want to do. Uh, if I've done it, I help them or I at least guide them Um, based on my experience. And so I think that we all have experiences that we can share with other people so we don't have to struggle so hard in the world. Um, If you know something, just share it. And so that's been my motto. And the women, they follow in the the path. They're doing what they're supposed to do. Um, Some that wanted to get in politics, I I (laughs) added them to the campaign team and they changed their mind. They said we will work behind the scenes. (laughs) I would never want to do that or get involved with that. It's a lot of work. It's people calling you 24-7. It's needs of individuals on top of your family and regular work responsibilities. So they said, no, we'll just work behind the scenes or get into another area of politics. Um, And I'm like, that's fine. Like, whatever you want to do, I just try to support people and goals. Okay. What do you like most about mentoring? Uh, You get to see a lot of positive results and you get to kind of pass it on down. Like you said, I assume you enjoy it a lot. I love it. Like if, if, if I could just be a mentor, if I could get paid to just be a mentor, <laughs> I would just mentor people all the time because just seeing the results and the outcomes and what they learn is so rewarding. Um, and when they reach their goals and, you know, that is the most rewarding part um, of being a mentor, just people that had no confidence and then you see their career path and the confidence that they build over time. And, and then they see that the sky is the limit because it is like, just get out there and try it. And I think mm-hmm. that is what I love about mentoring. And, you know, for those that 
you know, I may forget. I try to tell people I have a lot of people that reach out to me. So if I forget, charge it to my head, not my heart, and just give me a gentle nudge. Just remind me, oh, Trace, mm-hmm. you, you forgot. And I'm like, yes, I did, but I'm still here to help. I love helping people. I think that's why I became a city counselor and a mentor. And just, you know, helping people is the best. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that. And and keep up the the good work and and all those different levels. uh, Thank you. All those business cards that you've got there. So, (laughs) well, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll have you back on soon to talk about some more things for Swingfield. A very intriguing time for the city. So. Absolutely. So I definitely appreciate you, George, and I appreciate Business West so much. Thank you for choosing me as a woman of impact. I am honored. It's a privilege. And I just want to say thank you so much. All right. We'll see you on December 9th. All right. And And I got two tables I'm going to fill. Oh, great. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you uh, for coming on and thank you to all of you for listening. Um, This has been another episode of Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. We'll see you again next time.